Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. As we sit this morning, I want to offer some instructions. And in addition to working with our physical experience, the fact that we're sitting here, breathing, feeling sensations as they arise in the body and sounds. Also want to include the whole realm of feelings, emotions, as part of our meditation field. At first, just let yourself come into groundedness in your posture. Feel a connection with the earth. Feel the earth support you. It's here for you. Let your posture be an expression of both upright dignity, alertness. As Thich Nhat Hanh suggests, think of yourself like a mountain that's strong and worthy of respect, here for any changes in the weather. And at the same time, bringing a, an attitude of receptivity and openness. Soften any places in your body that might have some tension. Perhaps a quick scan through the body from head to toe, through your face and neck and shoulders and arms and torso. Just softening, allowing. Down through the belly. Through the hips and pelvic area. Down through the legs, the thighs, calves ankles and feet, just allow it to soften. You might take a few deeper breaths you start the period and breathe in a calming energy and just let it fill your body. And as you breathe out, Let go, release. Then let the breath find its own natural rhythm. Let the breath breathe you.
knowing that you're sitting here and breathing can always be the home base to return to whenever you're confused or scattered or lost. Just coming back to that simple fact and reconnecting with this moment. The breath is just one part of our experience and the the meditation is an exercise in opening up to any aspect of how life is presenting itself in this moment. So the, the mind can be open, allowing, receptive, not trying to push anything away. If there are sensations in the body that call your attention, you can let go of the breath and just notice those with interest, with curiosity. If an adjustment needs to be made, then just make it very mindfully. Whether it's pressure or itching or vibration, You can just be here for that show if it's calling you. If there are sounds that call your attention, just simply know that hearing is happening. Not good or bad, but just being aware of the sounds coming and going on their own. And besides the physical dimension of experience, there are emotions, feelings that come up, thoughts that come and go. And the principle is the same with those. When you have a strong emotion, to let it be the subject of your mindful attention. Not analyzing, not figuring out, not getting lost in the story that perhaps has triggered it off, but to just be with the bare experience of this feeling. Oh, this is sadness. This is love. This is anger, this is fear, this is peace. And feeling it as it manifests in your body. Where do you feel it? What's the energy of this emotion, this feeling? What's the landscape? What does it feel like in the body?
What does it feel like in the mind? Not the story, but just the whole mental atmosphere. And just being a, an interested explorer, observer of this part of being human. To simply recognize what's here, allow it to be here, bring an interest, a curiosity, and uh, not taking it personally. You're just exploring this feeling that's part of being human. And when it's no longer compelling or you feel that you're not able to stay with it in a balanced way or interested way, then come back and just reconnect with the breath. So you touch it a little at a time without any agenda, just allowing for this too to be part of experience. And thoughts too are part of the meditation field. Again, the key is not to get caught in the story of the thought, but simply to know that thinking is happening. That's enough. When you realize you've been lost in thought, no need to judge, no need to fix or figure out why, simply to notice, oh, thinking is happening. And often when we notice it, we don't feed the thought and we see how ephemeral it is, how empty it is, and then just come back and come back with great kindness and patience. And that's where the training occurs, just in that very loving return and reestablishing connection with this moment. If all of this seems like a lot to remember, it's really quite simple. It comes down to simply knowing what's happening right now. Let your experience be as it is and open to it with a kind, interested, relaxed awareness, one moment at a time.
what's happening right now. Let it be as it is and meet it with a kind, interested awareness.
So before we open it up to um, some questions about practice, I wanted to share a bit more about um, working with feelings, emotions that um, as they come up in in the meditation and as they come up in your in your life and while you're here on uh, at this time together <clears throat> in the. The discourse on uh, on mindfulness is Satipatthana Sutta. The the Buddha says, pay attention to the body, to breath, to all the different postures. Notice the the flavor of experience, the feeling tone. If it's pleasant, if it's unpleasant, if it's neutral, um, and uh, to notice all the different states of mind as they arise when the mind is restless, when the mind is filled with wanting, when the mind has anger, when the mind has love and peace and calm, that those two are part of the meditation field. The thing is when emotions get activated, it's, uh, it's more challenging to have a clear connection with them uh, in uh, in the way that uh, that we usually can with an itch on our nose or a uh, a sound or a breath um, because we can so easily get lost in the story and when we get lost in the story we are activating um, the whole um, emotional part of our our experience, but we're looking through the filter of that emotion. <clears throat> so, and probably as you've been here these days and um, probably um, to come as we open up to material that's, um, that perhaps is often below the radar as we do more connection and there's an awareness that, and a spaciousness that allows for it all. Uh, it's good to have some uh, some tools to to see how to uh, work with it. So I wanted to share with you particularly two tools to use, both in the meditation, formal meditation time, and and as you're going through your time uh, when we do have interaction. <clears throat> One is, and perhaps uh, many of you are familiar with this. Uh, a simple self-compassion practice. When the emotions get to be a lot and hard to hold, uh, to just bring a kind, compassionate presence that uh, that allows us to hold without figuring out, without any kind of an agenda, but just allowing it to be here. So this is the self-compassion practice that um, Kristen Neff and Christopher Germer have put together in the whole approach called Mindful Self-Compassion. And they're both practitioners here at Spirit Rock and uh, at uh, IMS in Massachusetts. And they've packaged a very uh, effective, simple formula. And they have a whole curriculum around this, but just want to share with you a basic mindful self-compassion practice. So... Here it is, and you can do whatever you 
want with it, make it yours, just tweak it, adjust it. it don't have to follow the, the formula to the letter, but uh, I want to share with you the basic idea. Simple first step that I, I like to use, I tweak it a little from the way Kristen and Chris have said, and I said, this is how I do it. They said, go ahead, you do it that way. Because um, it just makes sense to, for me to put one of the steps towards the end at the beginning. So the first step is put your hand on your heart. Just try this right now with me. And um, just feel the comforting in that. This releases oxytocin and um, calms down the whole system physiologically. And if you don't do anything else when you're going through a hard time or a lot is coming up, to just do this and hold everything in there, that's probably as, um, uh, as effective as, as anything you, you can do. Yeah, just feel that. Mm. And then uh, three reflections that they suggest, and you can, as I say, use a variation. First one is to just acknowledge what you're feeling. They, they say, oh, this is a moment of suffering. But you can say, wow, this is really hard right now. Or whatever words resonate for you. Wow, this is painful. Or, this hurts. And it's just, that's a moment of mindfulness that's acknowledging what's here. Oh, this is a lot. It's okay. Second reflection, they have the words, um, suffering is a part of life. And this is just to get in touch with the commonality of experience that what you're experiencing is just part of the human condition. And uh, you might reflect on everybody in the world going through what you're going through. Oh, this is scary. This is lonely. This is whatever it is. And include yourself in there. Oh, this is part of life. Suffering is part of life. And then the third reflection, simply bringing some kindness to yourself. Oh, may I hold my suffering with kindness and compassion. So, this is a moment of suffering, or this is hard, or this is part of life, and may I hold this with kindness. And as you're doing that, if you still have your hand on your, on your heart, you can be both the one that's receiving, that's allowing yourself to be comforted, that little one inside. I often think of us <clears throat> as just little boys and girls in big bodies when we get activated. And you're the one that's receiving it, and you're also the wise one that is giving it, that you know how to comfort yourself. And kind of coming into a, a sense of wholeness. This is suffering, this is part of life, and let me hold this with kindness. 
Okay, so before I go on, any question about that? Any comment? Okay, fairly clear. So the second tool to work with, um, with emotions is to bring mindfulness directly to the experience. <clears throat> Again, many of you, you might be quite familiar with the acronym RAIN, R-A-I-N. That's a simple way to remember a formula to, um, uh, to work with emotions. R is recognize. What am I feeling right now? Oh, this is sadness. This is fear. This is whatever it is. And just naming it moves it from the, the limbic system, from the parasympathetic system that is activated to the neocortex that names it and that uh, uh, takes away the charge. Oh, this is what this is. So recognize, the A is allow, just allow it to be here instead of how do I get rid of this, which just gets you into a struggle with it. Okay, this is a chance to become familiar with this feeling and just allow it for a little while so you can touch it with a wise awareness. The I is investigate or bring an interest to it not trying to analyze, but just feeling how it is experienced in your body. Oh, here's tightness in my chest. There's a constriction in my throat. Oh, here's sensations uh, coming and going. Oh, this is what this feels like. So you're investigating, you're being curious and bringing an interest to it. And the N in RAIN is a, word that stands for, the letter stands for non-identification, which is just a, a fancy way of saying not taking it personally. It's just part of being human instead of, oh, I'm so pathetic for being such a worrier. Oh, here's worry that's come to visit. And there's an awareness that can see it. So recognize, allow, investigate, and not take it personally. Uh, just as a way to make this a bit more real, um, just go inside for a moment and um, pick something, some kind of, if you're having a feeling right now, you can use that. If not, you can just bring something to mind that touches off some feelings. Don't pick the most intense thing, just something that you have to work with. And as you call up a, an image or call up a, uh, just a recollection of this situation, uh, we can go through this. Okay, so first, recognize, what am I feeling right now? Just name it in a very mm, clear, kind way. Oh, this is what this is. And now allow it to be here without trying to fix. This is a chance to become familiar with it in a very wise, clear way. Just for a few moments. 
And now bring an interest, investigate. How do you experience? What's the landscape of this feeling? Where do I feel it? What's it like in there? Is it tight? Is it heavy? Is it agitated? Just check it out. The sensations stay the same or change one moment to another. How does it feel in the mind? Is it spacious? Is it tight? Is it heavy? Is it swirling around? And again, let it be how it is. Be careful not to get into the story. You're just feeling the feeling. Okay, now you might come back into your body and notice what it's like in there. Maybe it's changed, maybe it's the same. Whatever is okay. And that not taking it personally can be the attitude that you bring through the whole experience. It's just part of being human. Nothing to feel discouraged by or get ashamed. We all have our a palette of feelings, of emotions. And just to get in touch and be spacious and um, allowing for all of it. It's all just coming and going. Okay, and if you've gotten it all activated by doing that, then you might just, put, again, put your hand on your heart and, and calm yourself down. It's okay. Just part of being human. And get grounded and feel yourself sitting here. Okay, so we can, before we uh, take a bit of a break, um, let's see if there's any, any questions about practice or any of that. Yeah, let's see. You got it, Karen? Here, um, right over there, sit, Amber. Um. And put it, put your, put the microphone right next to your lips, almost. There are moments where I meditate where I feel um, there is no much, there is not so much difference anymore between something that is happening outside of my body and something that is happening inside of my body, like a sound outside or. Um, a sensation in my body and it allows me to feel um, a kind of uh, non-separatedness -separate between me and the rest of the world mm -hmm. and um, in the same time I feel that uh, the place where the awareness comes from where awareness where comes awareness from, come from mm -hmm. is mainly situated in that part of myself. And so I'm really wondering about that because I have these two things of like, and 
expansion. I'm not so much identified anymore with my body. Mm -hmm. Me, I mean, the me is really much bigger. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I feel this knowing is still coming from here. I mean, this part. So, <laughs> it's tricky for me. And your and the question around it? Yeah, it's... Uh, Close to your mouth. I would like to hear about your experience about that. I mean, mm. is it that... Uh, is it a concept that... Is it, you know, sometimes we see things because we, we know how to name that. Like, uh, in which people, they know... They see many snow because they, know, they have many names for snow. And so I wonder, mm -hmm. is it that I have the sensation that it's happening from here because we are, because I am very minded. Because you are. I am very brained, uh, settled, or because we, I think, mainly as Westerner people are, or is it, be so is it because I, I think it's like that, so I feel it, mm. or... It, and maybe one day I will totally feel differently and it will not happen in, from my brain anymore, but from my feet or this expansion of the consciousness will, will, will grow more. Hmm. Or is it that it's really... that the awareness is situated somewhere right hmm. here? I don't know. Um, well, first, in Buddhist psychology, we experience things out of... Um, an object, a sense organ that is working, and a consciousness that knows. And when the three of them come together, that is called contact. Whether it's a sight, sound, smell, taste, touch, or even the mental realm. Those three things coming together create experience. We recognize things again, in Buddhist psychology, because of one particular mental factor called perception that files away. Oh, this is a man, this is a woman, this is a, uh, a bird, or whatever. And so we're constantly, the hard drive is constantly getting, uh, getting new information. <clears throat> and, we, and we want to organize and make sense of our universe. And so we are constantly interacting with the world and it is being experienced within ourselves. As far as the, where the awareness is localized, um, there, you need a brain to have awareness. But awareness is a very mysterious thing. And so, um, I would not necessarily get too caught up or too connected to the concept that awareness is right here. Awareness shines through you without you making it happen. <clears throat> you do need a brain for it to, uh, to register, but the, the life force of consciousness is shining through you um, all by itself. So you might think of just 
the conditions that bring everything together create experience. And um, I wouldn't get too caught up on trying to figure out, is it inside, outside, where is it? Just the bare experience of it is, um, is the thing to keep on knowing, that awareness knows all by itself. Um, yeah, so if this concept helps you stay connected to the awareness, then fine, but I, um, I don't know that they've figured out exactly where an awareness is located. Um, so if you find out, let me, let me know. <laughs> Oh, over there. Hi. Um, I tried a little uh, experience of being activated where I felt aggressed upon. You and felt? I, aggressed upon. <clears throat> and I noticed my body tightening. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you kept bringing the possibility of allowing. Mm -hmm. And I did something different for me, which was I, because I was paying attention and being kind with the tension in my body and the resistance and the mental activity that rises up to resist that, mm -hmm. um, a little bit I felt it pass through me. Mm. And that was a whole new <coughs> possibility. Thank you. Far out. I mean, that, that's, the, uh, that's the thing. We usually resist. We've got a, a feeling and we contract against it. Oh, I don't want to feel this. And what happens? You know, what you resist persists. But to hold it in a spacious awareness, it doesn't stick in the same way. It's like, uh, you know, maybe you've seen the Dalai Lama. It, he's amazing. I've seen him hear somebody's story and weep with, with uh, empathy, and then 15 minutes later he's giggling about something else. It just moves through so quickly. We can have that same capacity. We want to honor what we're feeling and feel it fully so it's not scary, but not get caught in the story, and you see that Things are coming and going. Actually, I remember reading this story that, uh, this study that if you don't mess with an emotion, the average lifespan of an emotion is about 90 seconds for many people. We get activated in our body and then we have some struggle against it. But you can see, oh, here's anger. Oh, and then you look and, oh, there's some hurt there. Oh, and there's some sadness there. Oh, and then there's some compassion there. And then there's, it's much more fluid than we think. So just to see that possibility of holding it in a spacious awareness is, is quite a revelation. Did you want to say something? Uh, last thing, I keep having the image of a filter. Maybe I'm a filter. You're a vessel. It's all moving through you. That, that form, yeah. Yes. 
Um, just with this exercise that we just did, I found myself you know, internally getting very worked up. Um, and it was about something that you know I think is trivial and you know just really doesn't matter, um, kind of superficial. And you know just noticing myself get so tense about this, there's like this other part of me that's just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like. What's the problem? You know, grow up. <laughs> and then, then, you know, I start over and I'm like, okay, like, be kind. <laughs> you know, that's what you're feeling. But it just kind of is like this cycle, you know, like, why am I feeling this thing that d deep down I know is important, but I can't make it go away? Just, uh, it's a, first of all, it's amazing to see how easily we can get triggered. But that also means that we can hold things with a spacious awareness too when you can see from the outside. Just be careful of the word why. It's a very dangerous word in meditation. Why am I feeling this? Or I can't, how, why do I keep on getting activated? Because that will almost guarantee both a judgment and a kind of, um, attempt at problem solving if you actually want to go into it further. Things get activated from many different possible causes. And if you just bring a spacious awareness, an interest, a curiosity, whatever it is that's triggered it off is giving you an opportunity to see an old companion that probably wasn't so different than when you were a little girl getting activated. And so this is that story is giving you a chance to explore this part of who you are with some wise awareness. So you want to be really patient and kind, and that's where the self-compassion comes in too. And the not taking it personally is not just, oh, look at me, but when you go from, oh gosh, look at my mind, to wow, look at how the mind works, and you include all of us, this is your laboratory to understand the human experience. And the more you can understand it with a very kind awareness, the less you're caught in that activation. So it's, it's good that you see that. Wow, look at that. Okay. Maybe one last one, yeah. Hi, my name is Nina. Um, hi, from, Nina. Hi. <laughs> I know you, yeah. Yeah. Good to see you. From that um, exercise, um, it, when we pulled up some, um, something that came up in emotion. Mm -hmm, put it close. I found something so helpful in that, and it centered around that word allow. And I... Ended up, it, it was very helpful, and I ended up comparing it to a, another A word that I use is uh, accept. Mm -hmm. And yes. <laughs> it was just so much more freeing for me. I, the experience, I felt um, some frustration, anger, thinking about an ending of a relationship in my past. Mm -hmm. And so I felt um, sad and anger still there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's not like it was, because it's a, you know, time. But it was there, and I just said, so I just focused on allowing. It happened that way, and then it was easy, because 
I could allow it because I couldn't do anything about it, really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this mm -hmm. is something that happened. But I found it so freeing. And, uh, you know, words can be like that when um, they can just unlock something. So I'm just really going to use that word more. Mm, that's, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah, a lot of times uh, in the A in rain for, for people is accept. I like allow personally better because it's kind of completely uh, giving up your agenda and, and giving permission. And like you say, you look back on the past uh, you can't change it. You know, there's that, that great line, forgiveness is giving up all hope of a better past. Yeah. You can't change it. And then just to kind of come to terms and say, okay, this is what happened, and this is what I feel. No apologies for how you feel, but in that, in that spaciousness, you're not feeding the whole struggle with that feeling. And it's, it's, it's liberating. Yeah, I was just going to say I'm going to use that more like a very short mantra because it really connected it for me, allowing and to the awareness because mm. of the spaciousness that you were mentioned. So mm -hmm. thank you. That was a great yeah. exercise. Lovely. Yes. And, and with all of these, whatever words you hear, if there's a word for you that resonates a bit more, find your own word because words have power, you know, in the beginning was the word. Words have tremendous power, and so to use a, uh, just one little new tweak of how you see something can open up a whole wiser, uh, more spacious perspective. Great. Okay, so um, we'll, uh, we'll take a silent break, and I'll just give you a little bit of a, a sense of the, the rest of the the morning, um, we'll have a silent break. We'll come in and uh, after just a few announcements, we'll connect and check in and see how, uh, see what's, what's going on for you and have a, a time to just uh, um, share last night or anything that's, that's coming up. And after we do that, that harvesting, we call it, uh, we'll have a, the rest of the morning in uh, silent practice, and sitting and walking like that. So uh, you can just come back to yourself. Okay, so let's take, uh, uh, we'll come back at 10.30 for, um, for that next part. And just stay in silence. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.